Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I'm joined today by Trevor Tisch, owner and CEO of Team Viac Training Center in Port Clinton, Ohio, a nonprofit organization helping to prevent veteran suicide. Trevor, welcome to the show. I think you're frozen. Can you hear me? Can't hear. Are you still there? I can't hear you. How about now? I can hear you now. There you go. Okay. All right. I shut off my. That's all right. We. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, today we're talking a little bit about Fire in the Sky. Trevor, this is a movie you showed me a while ago, and it was highly recommended. How did you find it, and what impression does this movie have on you? Because it's a pretty big one. Well, uh, I'm dead, deathly afraid of aliens. First of all, so as um, you should be. Yeah i I saw this uh, movie. I can't remember. Maybe it was like on HBO a long time ago or something like that. And um, I started watching. I was horrified. But I, ended, I couldn't sleep for like two days. So as far as like the effect of horror, that one gets me big time. So mm. that was a fucked up movie, man. <laughs> the scene <laughs> with the abduction and like the things they do to the guy. Anyone who hasn't seen it, it's highly recommended. It's it's one of the weirder things you'll watch. Yeah, it doesn't start out like it's going to be that bad, and it just progressively gets worse. Yeah, those poor guys. I was yeah. it starts off with like a group of campers and friends or something who were uh, oh, it's like a, like a group of like loggers, and they're up in the mountains like working, and they're going home on the weekend, and they see like a light in the woods, and they think it's like maybe somebody crashed their car or something, so they stop to investigate, and then it all freaking goes south from there. So it's oh, like. Yeah. Like it goes full tilt boogie with the aliens, man. Like yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Now you've seen a lot yeah. of fucked up movies over the years. Cause I've had conversations with you about horror movies. Even I haven't seen, like you've watched some pretty uh, out there stuff. <laughs> yeah. So to know well, this one has an like, effect on you. I mean, I guess in the genre of horror, I like kind of like B horror um, or things that are towing the line between comedy and horror, you know, like, mm-hmm. like the evil dead. And uh, that series, the Army of Darkness, is probably one of my favorites. You know, you like that uh, Thanks um, Killing movie too, didn't you? <laughs> well, that's my brother's favorite, and he told me funny story about that. He told me to watch that movie. You know, this is the best horror movie. You got to see it. I'm like, it sounds silly. So I'm there with like my six year old at the time, and opening scene one in the movie is a pilgrim woman running topless through the woods. <laughs> being chased by a crazy turkey and i'm like oh my god are you see-? like <laughs> so i shut because i'm a six-year-old so um, <laughs> i think that's yeah. one of their selling points was like boobs in the first five seconds yeah i think that's <laughs> definitely at least the first five seconds before the credits <laughs> are over like <laughs> well primarily here to talk about uh, team viac i know we're leading with horror movies because this is a horror podcast but i wanted to have you on because i really like what you guys are doing uh, like I said, Team Viac Training Center is a nonprofit, 
and they take veterans on uh, its trips, right? That's the form of therapy you're, uh, you're working with. Yeah, it kind of is, uh, there's a couple aspects to it. And I've been a part of a lot of different veteran organizations. And um, the things that I took from each one of those that helped me the most, personally, um, I kind of used to create something that was um, similar to other organizations, but new in the aspect that it's like more encompassing around the total whole health and uh, the adventure portion is kind of the part we use to kind of like bring back the skills that these people, men and women have like learned from the military and give them the opportunity to use those skills again in a team setting again, and really feel like um, one, they're a part of a team again, and two, they're have purpose in life. Like, you know, everybody needs to work together to complete these adventures safely. So I know uh, uh, when you come back from active service, they don't do very much to help you transition, do they? Not really. Um, it's it's a little, they make a better effort than they used to than when I got out. But um, I think that it, it, it's, a, it's a door you have to want to walk through yourself. It's not like required to do any of these things. And so many people are just so anxious to get out at that time and get back to their civilian life. And then they get there and they realize they miss what they had. They miss having the team. They miss having that structure and uh, they feel really alone. And especially in the case of PTSD, um, it can be a lonely, dark place. And that's when a lot of suicides and attempted suicides happen. And that's our main objective is to try to reduce that as much as possible. And you went on your uh, first excursion last week, right? First major um, team excursion. We've done a few like beta tests, so to speak, in the past. And we've done some small things. Um, but this was our first major fully paid for by the organization. Um, we took a trip to Estes Park in Colorado in the Rocky Mountains. Um, we had um, two days of hiking and mountaineering. Um, day one, um, pretty pretty easy path. Um, oh, I think we were out maybe three hours or something. And uh, we had guided meditations from Stacy Lee Krause, who is... Um, you know, a world-renowned fitness pro and the creator of cardio yoga. And <clears throat> she did that plus yoga, which a lot of these guys had never experienced. Um, there happened to be a full um, moon with a full lunar eclipse for the one night we were there. So we used that for meditations and um, just some mindfulness practice. Um, day two of hiking was a little tougher. It was, uh, almost 13,000 feet we went. And so you're feeling altitude sickness at that height. Um, you really have to be aware of everyone else and work as a team. So that went really well. Um, and then every night we're doing primitive camping. And so that takes, uh, a team effort to make sure the camp is cleaned up and all of these things. So. Um, it was a really, really super positive experience. And now we're looking forward to our next adventure, which will be late August um, in Iceland. It's funny, uh, you guys are at Estes Park. That does kind of tie back into horror because that's where Stephen King wrote The Shining is at the Stanley Hotel there. We did do a loop through the parking lot. So to see the uh, hedge maze? 
<laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> it, it's a creepy place for sure. Oh, the yeah. old, the very top floor, the old windows are like broken out and stuff. It's, you know. Oh yeah. It's a nice looking hotel though. I mean, I'd stay uh, there. <laughs> go back to helping veterans. I know there's a lot of um, assumptions and stuff, and there's a lot of misinformation out there about what veterans want as far as transitioning back to you know civilian lifestyle after their time wherever they're where they were stationed. Uh, what are some misconceptions people might have as far as wanting to help these people, you know, in their own way? Like what is actually a good way of being there for veterans? Um, I think that mostly they're searching for like inner peace and like to be quote unquote normal and to, but whether or not that's ever possible is another question. Um, a lot of organizations and doctors and therapists go from an angle of like, we can heal you or fix you. Um, and some of that I think is kind of a slippery slope because tied to a lot of those traumatic memories are really good memories. And so if you lose one, will you lose the other, you know, like, and a lot of guys hang on to some of that trauma because it is very much tied to great times with uh, friends and comrades, you know, like in and brothers in arms, brothers and sisters in arms. Um, so it's hard, I would say for someone to say, Hey, I'm going to help by, uh, I don't know what, whatever you would do for the individual, but getting involved in something like we're doing as a civilian is helpful because it, it makes the veteran realize that you do have something in common. Fitness is a common ground for many people. Um, and they can be as involved as much as they want or as little as they want, because by simply just being a member of team Vioc as a civilian, you're help supporting the effort because your membership due is a donation to the organization. And that is a helpful thing. And you really have to do nothing else, but some civilians will get involved through volunteering. Like say we take a kayaking trip and maybe we have a stopping point where we need to get food and water and stuff. People will maybe volunteer to show up with a, a truck or a car that, you know, can carry those things for us or, you know, like support type things, or even directly get involved through doing the activity with the veterans, <clears throat> which creates bonds and friendships. So helping to integrate back into civilian life. And I know uh, even the gym on its own with your training there at the Team Viac Training Center, that's helped a ton of people. Uh, can you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that's again, common ground. So if you're going to be working on your fitness and your health in general, it's never a bad thing, right? So, um, you're becoming healthier regardless. And when you go into a gym, <clears throat> like we have, um, you can be as social as you want to be, which you see a lot of people mm -hmm. talking more than they're doing any working out. <laughs> um, I call them or, out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> or you can put your headphones on and just do your thing and get after it, you know? So, um, I think again, it's like a common ground that people share and it, there comes a sense of, um, you know, belonging and camaraderie sort of again, uh, which a lot of veterans are missing and they feel that space, that alone space. So kind of feeling that and you see them come more and more to where you're like, they might be there for a couple hours because, you know, 
it's, it feel, it feels good. It makes you feel good to exercise and it feels good in that space with all the people being helpful and, you know, giving each other shit once in a while and, you know, just generally having a good time, social time. So like working with you over the years, I've seen a lot of people go from like really dark places to actually being among people, you know, actively participating in conversations, setting goals for themselves and achieving them and getting that great feeling from achieving their goals. Like, I think it's wonderful what you're doing, even just at the gym and a local level is you're giving people a space to set those goals and encouragement and all that great stuff. Yeah. It's something that I noticed, which kind of helped me design like this organization was I noticed that just doing what I did before, which was being a club owner and I've owned uh, four different clubs now. And I actually donated my business to the effort. <clears throat> so all the equipment is now owned by team Vioc and not myself. Um, but I noticed over the years of doing this, that somebody who is maybe like feeling depressed or feeling self-conscious or maybe they're, um, Oh, it's a word. They're just not confident in themselves because of their body type or whatever the case may be. Um, as they get more fit, they get energy from exercise, their heart gets stronger, they lose weight, all these things together, just like give you more confidence, they make you feel better. And I, I kind of noticed that just in general people, I'm like, so of course, it's going to help somebody who's like, clinically depressed, you know, like, it can't, it can't hurt, you know? Yeah. And I know uh, right now you're filming a documentary on Team Viac, right? Correct. Yep. We have a teaser sort of online of our last trip um and joy castle with new departure productions uh local sandusky guy um he oh, i reached out to him because he's a really good uh videographer like he has a really good eye for that stuff and he has a lot of great equipment he's been doing this for a while now um i talked to him and he thought it was a great idea and he wanted to get into feature length documentaries so this was a great opportunity for him so the hopes are that he continues to follow us over the next year of our adventures and then follow individual veterans that he meets along the way to kind of learn their story more, um, follow them in their daily lives, whether they're from Cape Cod or um, El Paso, Texas, um, maybe not necessarily go down to them, but get footage from their GoPros and just keep up on their interviews and stuff. And then so a year from now, we should have quite a bit of footage and you should also be able to see the distance from the beginning to, you know, a year's time, the difference that will make in a person, either physically and emotionally both. So that's pretty amazing. Um, if people wanted to help out or find more information, where can they do that online? You can go to our website, which is pretty basic right now. Um, so teamviac.com. Viac uh, is a V-I-A-C. Yes, V-I-A-C stands for Valhalla, I am coming. So um, they can do that, but mostly we update our Facebook page and Instagram. The two are linked. Um, you'll see just uh, at Team Vioc, V-I-A-C. And um, most of what we're doing is going to be posted on there. And I know uh, for the next trip, you guys have a monetary amount you have to reach, right? Right. So we're in the process right now of building a manifest meaning uh, finding all of the guys who will be going on this next trip who are willing to take the time. Because this one we're really, really going to have to train for because 
it's about 26 kilometers, the whole trek. And we'll be leaving at roughly one o'clock in the morning and hopefully finishing by 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. Um, and it's going to be mostly on a glacier around 6,000 foot of elevation increase. So it'll be tough. It's not going to be an easy task. And if they don't start training now, they just simply, you know, will become a liability. So, you know, we're trying to build that manifest right now. And once that's complete, we, um, we have the guide, we have an Icelandic guide will be, <coughs> excuse me, taking us up on the mountain. And, um, of course you have to budget in travel and food and, uh, we will be in a hotel the last night. Most of the time we camp, but you don't want to offend everybody on the airplane when you're going home. So <laughs> it's good to like, you want access to a shower up. at least once. Yeah. Right? In, in Colorado, we actually went to a laundromat and they had a couple showers that we could use. So this time i feel like give them uh schedule in some time where they can kind of tool around the town um stay one night in a hotel or a b or something like that um just so they can see a little bit more icelandic culture and do a little bit of the tourist thing before they go home so so anybody who wants to help out make this trip happen and make it the best it can be go visit team Viac online the smallest contributions they do help this all goes to the organization no one's getting a paycheck from this so this if you're trying to help veterans this is a great way to do so and it really will make a difference like i've seen people go from really low points to really high points with trevor's help directly so this is a fantastic thing happening right now and you can be part of it Yep, we are getting ready to launch a new um, raffle, which will include, if you're local, um, to the Port Clinton area, I guess it'll be more beneficial. But even if you're from Michigan or somewhere close, um, it will be a helicopter trip to the islands in Lake Erie. It will be dinner, and it will be a boat ticket back to the mainland. So um, that's our newest uh, raffle or fundraiser. Sweet. And um, this week is Memorial Day. Do you guys have any plans for that? We do. Um, we have a 30-foot-high rock wall that we tow around on a trailer, and we'll be setting that up downtown Port Clinton at a uh, local establishment called the Grist Mill. And that will begin at about 1 p.m. So if anyone's around and wants to come down to that, um, it's already paid for. So you can climb the wall and learn a little bit more firsthand about what we're doing. Sweet. It's a great way to get involved and actually like get the physical part of it involvement too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have a drink and climb the wall. <laughs> no two things go better together than dangerous activities and a drink, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like we always say safety third, you know? <laughs> right. Right. That's, that's the expression. That's <laughs> well, Trevor, thank you so much for being on here. Um, I wish you guys the best of luck again. That is team Viac V I A C Valhalla. I am coming. Find them online, find them on Facebook, get involved. Hey everybody, it's your host Chase Will. I quickly wanted to let you know my first young adult novel, Moving Through, is now available on Amazon.com and at chasewill.com slash shop. And from now until Memorial Day, all proceeds go to benefit the Team Viac Training Center, raising money to help prevent veteran suicide. Moving Through follows a group of high school seniors who are mourning the death of a mentor while starting a school-wide rebellion. Sex, prom night, and the world's most disastrous talent show are just a few of the attractions in their private hell. 
But with a little help from their friends, they may glue the pieces of their shattered world together into a weapon worth wielding. Hope you check it out. Thank you.